0: They say we sick with it, you better wear a mask. They say we're moving towards the top, but we work like we're trash. I mean, these conversations happening, you shouldn't have asked. We're the winners of the future, not the slaves of the past. You said we never, ever make it, and I'm saying you lied. Tune in every Monday, press play, share, and subscribe. Your invoice has been processed. Bring me my money, don't hide. Don't play with me, I'm the kingdom and I'm outside. Hey Tweety, what are you drinking over there? House Wins. All right, guys, so you caught us. We are drinking our. favorite coffee, and that is Hustle Blends Coffee. Hustle Blends Coffee is curated for visionaries, um, high-performing people, executors, all of the above, and we want to share this coffee with you. So we have recently launched our coffee in a cold brew. That's right, packaged up just for you. It could be delivered to your door anytime you want it to be delivered. So while you're working on building that billion-dollar plan and you're already getting your services from Renown.Tech, Go ahead and throw back a shot of coffee that is hustle Blends. Shop Five, hustle Blends at
1: z.com
0: Coffee and two, Jesus all day, baby. One, go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Million Dollar Conversations, the podcast. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Or should I say good morning, good afternoon, good evening? All right. This is none other than your favorite Rich on Tea. I thought I, it sounded oh, wow. so much better in my yeah. head. Um, Your favorite rich auntie. Like, I always felt like, you know... Like like, you're
1: sneezing or something?
0: Well, I just always felt like, you know, um, if I were to do that, like, you know, the kids would greet me out whenever I go hand out school supplies Mm. at the elementary schools and say, oh, it's the rich auntie. Anyway, sorry, my bad. It was all happening. It's the guy. Problematic (laughs) Patty.
1: Okay, thank you so much for that intro. It's the guy. You know who it is. Uh, You know, the truth teller, Tweety, a.k.a. Um, I got so many aliases, I can't name them all at but once. It's only an alias if people call you that. I mean, I have people in my head, do they not count? <laughs> no okay
0: but welcome back guys <laughs> everybody's coming off of a holiday week i hope you all had a wonderful and amazing thanksgiving i hope you all um were prosperous um in your own homes and not traveling and you know
1: on the zoom meetings you know I, y'all were members. on your zoom thanksgiving
0: meeting.
1: <laughs> you know what you did to the turkey this year
0: but a lot of people spent you know their thanksgiving with their immediate family and everything like that and that was kind of cool um or i guess different did they
1: mask up a mask like
0: i don't think anybody masked up in their immediate home no okay i don't think they did but um you know maybe you saw one or two relatives and you you know for the most part you chilled out it it sounded like everybody had a really chill thanksgiving right what about you Tweety?
1: um it was a really really Good Thanksgiving. I, I heard one of the comedians that you do follow break it down so eloquently. Like, this is the year where we all get a break. Mm. Like, this the is The entire like, year is a break. You know how uh, in Monopoly you jump to straight go to jail and mm-hmm. you kind of like, wait, well, it was hot out there.
0: Yeah. There was a lot going I on. I want to be in here anyway. I'm going
1: to be in here for another two more rounds. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. That's what most of these holidays are. Even my birthday, I'm kind of like, you know what? Like, it's cool.
0: Mm, Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. I wasn't really trying to do a whole lot. It's cool yeah. with the whole, you know, I'm gonna call it the Demic, not even, I'm gonna remove the, the pan from The, the Demic. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was cool. Like, you know, got to hang out with uh, my our immediate family uh, just for a little bit, but. Mm-hmm you know, got tired and went back home. The best place to
0: be. Yeah, for sure. And I'm pretty sure Christmas is going to be no different and it actually kind of creates more of a low-key Christmas. It's crazy because um, even when you're going out just to do your normal regular, regular things, people are like amped up. Like people were so I the kind of passion Black Friday creates, I just can't really explain it. I don't really fully understand. Well, this year
1: was kind of low-key though. I didn't see a lot of the lines. I didn't Relatively see, low-key. Nobody got stamped and, you know, Got trampled and died The traffic
0: was thick At least on our neck of the woods Um, People were all up everywhere in lines And a lot of people were just really gung-ho About Christmas shopping um, And like Christmas decorating But I guess I feel like the people are owed A good Christmas decoration shopping spree For what? Because this year has kind of been like a If I keep looking at the same blank walls You know type of thing I get
1: it you know I I think a lot of people have really Had to look within uh, with some of the struggles that they faced, some of the strongholds, Mm -hmm. um, some of the mental issues that they didn't Mm -hmm. know or they covered it with of uh, life or yeah. things to do. Yeah. Um, it's now getting exposed to where I have to do you know, you have to unpack and unlearn a lot of things during yeah. this pan the demic.
0: The demic, the panty All right, so real quick we're gonna jump into the little shump, 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 because shum, Tweety was really trying to hit y'all with a lot of the, you know, um what's that one truth
1: teller stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: yes, and we appreciate you for that. Thank but you. who's that one radio host who was it sway?
1: Sway so no, Sway so don't be doing Sway isn't
0: deep. He just looks like that.
1: He yeah, he looks like he He has dreads. You know. No, he there's nothing under the hat. No. <laughs> He's bald. What? Yeah.
0: Wow. Yep. All right, so let's go ahead and start it with our little shum shum shum. All right. I want us to name three unpopular opinions that we stand on firmly. Ooh. Three unpopular opinions. I'm, I'm catching myself off guard with this because I actually it depends on the day and the moment for me okay. for an unpopular opinion.
1: Okay, um, I'd like to say that hmm, bottled water is overrated.
0: So you prefer what? I prefer anything that's just water. Oh, so you like tap water? Tap water is just fine. Yeah, it's that. Pretty much explains your personality. <laughs> All right, so um, we're going to move on to me because somebody's That's just one, so go ahead. No. It's unpop It's my unpopular opinion. Yeah, but it's a filthy opinion. It's How fine. is it filthy? You prefer tap water? Yeah, it tastes.
1: It's not that I prefer it. I'm just saying that bottled water is overrated. Like I, when I, I go to the store,
0: you think it's a waste of money.
1: Wait, no, I'm
0: not saying that. It's okay. for
1: some for some people they taste. I, I even taste the difference sometimes with some of the bottled brands. But then I ask myself, like, what does the water do? differently like you know it does the same thing it hydrates you so why am i paying four dollars instead of 169 like the usual you know great value or whatever you
0: know the okay so you're saying that specialized bottled water is okay yeah, yeah, yeah okay i feel that i feel that and a
1: lot of it's just beautiful packaging but different
0: water tastes different
1: i agree i'm, true, not, true I'm, not, water drinkers I'm not i'm not denying that all i'm saying is that like Sometimes all you're buying is the packaging. You're not buying yes. even the pH level. Yes.
0: And if somebody's had a bad day, an aesthetic package of water is going to do it for them. So great yes. value
1: just makes you mad, huh? Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> not I, w- me. I would say my first unpopular opinion is when people are referring to chitlins, okay, it's the holiday season, black people, again, again everybody is just kind of looking and reaching for reasons to celebrate life because- you know, it's been hard out here, okay? And so black people are running to the quickest grocery store and getting them some chitlins, you know, cleaning and scrubbing them things, acting like they not, you know, looking at that's the pig booty, booty right? holes and everything else. And they are doing what they can, they boiling them. What do you do with the chitlin water? We would love to know. And um, people are just gobbling them and, and just slurping them and eating them as if. It's unfair
1: to judge these people. Okay. And, no, and, and I, this is coming okay, from an Okay. Either. All right. All right. All right. I wouldn't even go in
0: there. I wouldn't even go in there. Okay. Because I know that that is enough to divide a room. Yes. To say the chitlins are, that I don't eat chitlins. I, I'm just going to say I don't eat chitlins. That I'm not going to say nothing about what I believe about chitlins. I'm just going to say I don't, I don't eat chitlins. That, but that's that's, not, sharp, my unpopular that's, that's okay. not my unpopular opinion. Oh, that's not my unpopular opinion chitlins are how black people pronounce it chitterlings is what is on the package my personal unpopular opinion is that we should all pronounce them chitterlings <laughs> that never this happened. is why this is why this is why just listen 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 okay all right it should be pronounced chitterlings because that chitter. extra syllable helps you think about what you're about to do ling no chitter <laughs> Tur. Yes. turd no tur like ter. it may it gives you extra time like you buying brain time to be like should i do this should i not
1: what if i tell you that you probably eat chitterlings and you don't know because when you're eating chicken nuggets and other different things it's you're not, not an intestine it's, no it's not chicken all by itself
0: that's fine it's, but again we're moving on. all right go ahead uh, to your I'm, unpopular opinion okay since you want to talk about chicken nuggets, too bad.
1: Um, hey, you know, non-meat eaters, we do our wait, research wait, and we know what y'all wait. do. It's nasty. That's not the nastiest thing y'all do. Anyways, uh, uh, another unpopular opinion is that, let's see. Unpopular opinion. huh. I'm kind of stuck. I'm trying to think here: music, movies. Oh, okay, I got one. Um, Michael B. Jordan is overrated. Why? I believe that he he plays like these these roles and these movies where he's always surrounded by like great actors who really bring out the best in him. That this is just my opinion. I'm listening. Every movie that I've watched him is the co-star is. As equal as him Mm -hmm. Like usually the co-star is kind of like Trying to come up Mm -hmm. But usually his co-stars are you know seasoned Maybe somebody will prove me wrong Fruitvale Station is Mm -hmm. is one of those Mm -hmm. Where he really stood out Mm -hmm. But that was his beginning I'm saying like current roles Mm -hmm. Like when you think about Black Panther Mm -hmm. When you think about um, What other stuff is he in All these other new movies that I've seen Like little trailers or whatever Like he always has a great cast Mm -hmm. Which is smart Mm -hmm. but i think that he is extremely overrated i'll take lakeith over him personally really as acting acting Mm -hmm. by itself
0: okay i feel that i feel that but i also have a personal opinion and a rather unpopular opinion that could combat that okay um that i believe that in our community um Amongst people of color That we only feel like one person can be great at a time
1: That's not what I said I
0: didn't say that's what you said Mm -hmm. That's my unpopular opinion I feel like sometimes we will say This person's good but they're not as good as this person And what we're saying about that person What we really mean is that Oh this person is skilled in this And this person is skilled in that But we call one better than the other Instead of just saying hey both of them could be great Because white people they they pretty much say anybody can be great. Mel Gibson is whomever.
1: I believe they do the same thing, it's just looked at as an opinion. I think we get so caught up in like our own opinions that we will ride or die with it.
0: Uh-huh. My
1: opinion is different from yours. Doesn't mean that you're wrong, doesn't mean that I'm wrong. It's my opinion on whatever it is. Sometimes we just go to bat for things just because we want to. I think we take it a little bit more personal than other cultures. I, and that's, and that's where it goes left.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Like, you know, I'm a this fan. You are that fan. Oh, uh, we, they don't get along together. Because we don't it's get along together. And it together. comes back
0: to the fact that it's a scarcity issue. It's like, we don't got much. Like. We have a lot. D- could, we have a comparatively, lot. Comparatively, we don't.
1: We do. We have a lot. I believe it's time that we stop using that narrative. That's mine. En- so en- in a, that a, peer a group,
0: group of, of greats, of great actors of this Millennial peer group that you just named. You named Michael B. Jordan. You named Chadwick. I mean, uh, not Chadwick Boseman. He RIP. was not. Yeah, RIP. He was technically not in that.
1: No, nah, he was 40 plus. Yeah,
0: he wasn't in, in that peer group. Um, and you named uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Who else is in that peer group?
1: Um, I cannot think of Childish Gambino, um, a.k.a. Uh, what's his real name? I forgot his. Donald Glover, uh-huh. another great actor, um, there's a lot of British actors that could just, you could pile them up. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know their names, but if you really look at some of the movies that are coming out, I don't think that it's the same, but I don't think it's scarce. I think we have enough to, you know, I think it was scarce in the 60s. I think that's the term you could use then. Like, I didn't see nobody on the TV that looked like me. Mm-hmm. But now you can look up and turn on the TV, any station, and you'll find at least one black person in a series, in a movie, mm. in something. So I don't think we lack the the actors. I believe that we lack the stories. I believe I that, we, I that. We, we lack the, you know, the different creative uh, things that we would like. You know, just like, I, I think the voices need to be heard. Mm-hmm. Different voices, different scripts being.
0: We need representation of indigenous people.
1: Yeah, but that's not our.
0: I understand. So since, <laughs> since we're on this mountain, I'm representation. Since when did is you become a representative? <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm trying to teach my students about it. It's fine. But go ahead. And halfway getting opinions? myself. You need to um, do yours. We're uh, doing one for one.
1: Okay. Um, my other unpopular opinion. Um, hmm. I've been very controversial so far. Let me think. Because I know people, people are not going to agree with my Michael B, um, but that's just me. Um, Kevin Hart was never funny.
0: I don't think you'll have a lot of um, pushback on that. All right,
1: so um, I, well, I, we and you agree on that, but I believe that there's a lot of people who may hear that and hear it from a wound. What I mean by funny is this. I believe that he was never real. He was never really like that. I laughed and like almost had to run to the bathroom because I almost peed on myself. Funny.
0: So I'd say that he wasn't meant to be one of the greatest comedians of all time. I think he's he, he's gonna be. He's meant to more so make his impact in being a great entertainer. I think that is what he's trying to do, to be an actor, to be a comedian, to to be, you know, a reality TV person of sorts. I think that's what he's trying to do be more entertaining than anything.
1: When he came out, let me let me let me let me make it like this. I I, I take I take that back aside from his first two uh, specials. That's when those were funny, everything else has been like just a very, very, very slow fall
0: mm-hmm.
1: when it comes to comedy. I don't think it's
0: been a fall. I think, I mean, when the it comes first to comedy, yeah, when it comes when it to stand-up comedy, yes. When it comes
1: to stand-up comedy, the first two were really good mm-hmm. and funny. Mm-hmm. But even in the funniness, you're like, oh man, it's because I've never heard this story. I never heard his you know, life. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to build on that. You know? You're supposed to have layers to it. Mm-hmm. And I just think that, you know, he, he doesn't have as close of a understanding of what what's going on over here. And like regular people, which I get
0: because mm-hmm, it's lost, supposed to. Yeah, yeah.
1: But it's just not as it, it's not the same for me.
0: OK, Um, my last unpopular opinion is I believe that we far too often regard people so much higher at post Thomas. I've said this in previous podcasts, tweeting and I have talked about this. I believe that a lot of people that we consider great um, if they were still alive, we would be like, yeah, yeah like, oh, it's cool. like, at one time, we my my thing was in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. You could not stop somebody from saying that Lil Wayne was the greatest rapper. Like, period. You couldn't stop anybody from saying it. The minute this man Endorsed Donald Trump for however much he Got paid um, then, Amilly, 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 Amilly. <laughs> You know then it's like You're trash we disown you blah 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 But if so, God forbid something were to happen To Lil Wayne you know people would Be like he was this phenomenal rapper He was unlike like all The metaphors and similes And the personification that he used In his like it was unmatched Nobody like people speak so much bigger Of you and it's not to say that these people weren't big or valuable while they were here but like i'm thinking about like the people who've even passed recently the king vons the mo threes it was some fans who were like hard like you know hey we riding for him regardless while he was while they were living and then there's a lot of people who are like just now just catching the wave because they want to be relevant and they just want to talk about, man, like this fool was so talented and da, da 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 I believe if you go back even further, and this is really going to step on some toes like Tupac, Tupac was a great rapper of his time, but do you feel like he really reached his peak? Do you really feel like he put out the best music that he was ever, ever, ever in life going to put out in the time that he was here? I'm not sure. Nobody can say that. But he's not here anymore, so therefore he is a phenomenal uh rapper. He's up on that 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 high 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 regard. Same thing with Biggie, same thing with Aaliyah. Um I think T-Pain made a controversy is is a controversy just is the are things just controversy if other people disagree with it. Is that pretty much like the definition nowadays
1: if you have your own opinion and it does not agree with the mass. Mhm. You are canceled.
0: So T Pain made a comment saying that if Aaliyah was alive today, y'all wouldn't be digging her music like that. You would say she's trying to be like Beyonce because at that time, Beyonce was like her, you know, that it was like Aaliyah is up here. I'm doing like a gesture, y'all. Like Aaliyah was like up there. And Beyonce was like under and you she know.
1: was trying to beyonce was trying, and to, beyonce was trying to be like aaliyah right
0: right and so but aaliyah didn't have all these beautiful riffs and runs and all this extremely melodic and soulful voice i think that she was just regarded as high post Thomas but she did have good music i'm not I, trashing she her.
1: was a better entertainer at that time than beyonce at that
0: time yes but beyonce but if she was I here believe, now i
1: believe that we always look at perspective is always a good thing to to understand it's unfair for him to say that statement unless he was around Mm -hmm. in music industry at the time
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um if the people who were around the music industry at the time would say what was happening they would kind of tell you like nah leah was the beyonce of that time Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that you know over time with the death and other people just falling off like beyonce rose to the occasion but she she to a lot of people has her own lane yeah but she to a lot of people was on the come up like she was like you know still grinding Mm -hmm. her way but now that she's who she is it's kind of like no way no way Mm -hmm. no way she was that Mm -hmm. no way she was you know at the bottom Mm -hmm. like people never see your rise until you really
0: rose Yeah. yeah
1: So, uh, you know, just just in the same way uh somebody could look at you and be like, "Man, that's the same. I, I rode the bus with Patrice. I wrote, you know. Mm-hmm. I know them. Like there's no way that's them now. Like, you know, people can really have this one-sided view of one person w- with where they started, not where they are."
0: Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, that's my last unpopular opinion. I believe that sometimes in post-Thomas, um, we we tend to regard people a lot higher which they should be regarded while they're here um of how great they are and this is not to say this is not to be confused with you know me saying that people are saying untrue things about people who are deceased I don't believe that like people who are saying you know that Mo3 was a great rapper that Aaliyah was an amazing entertainer I don't believe those people are lying I believe that's totally up to them but again I, I feel like if these people Were continued to live, continue to make more music At some point they would have faced Criticism and rejection A lot of people was um, Digging their nails in Meg this week She recorded um, a new CD And they were like uh, Yeah that's trash, take that back A few months ago when Tori Lanez Was like, and her were beefing It was like oh my gosh How could you ever do that to Meg Like people will love you one day and throw you away the next
1: That's very true Um, My last unpopular opinion is that Americans are perhaps the most, uh, how do I say this? Uh, When I say Americans, I mean us as a whole, even the people who have like come from different countries. Um, But once you get to America, what am I trying to say here? We don't know enough about the outside world but we make judgment on things that we don't understand
0: okay so what i'm hearing from that is like sometimes we tend to see our current situations as the worst situations that are happening globally right
1: for example like you know i, I believe it was the last or the the previous episode two episodes ago we talked about the sars no 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 uh, we talked about uh the lady who's praying for the african angels mm-hmm. and i'm like there's so there's such one-sided perspective on like what's important. She's praying about ballots <laughs> and like you know Donald Trump getting the victory or whoever getting mm-hmm. the victory. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that obviously it's Donald Trump that she was praying would get the victory, mm-hmm. um, and you know meanwhile there's like yeah things like nsars and you know uh, countries going 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 through genocide like these angels is busy they they are very busy (laughs) (laughs) and why are you summoning them like goku cards (laughs) you know Uh, but i believe that even me, like you know, I, I try to brush up a little bit on what's going on every uh, every month at least. On mm-hmm. like, okay, what's going on in Israel? What's going mm-hmm. on in all these other different places? What's mm-hmm. going on in Asia? Because sometimes we get stuck on certain places. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I think um, we need to teach more historical context and hist- or world news. Mm-hmm as much as we do our own issues like Mm -hmm. what's going on here in fort worth what's Mm -hmm. going on here in texas what's going on here in um the united states Mm -hmm. uh we need to start discussing some of the world issues we should have brought those up in our political you know debates i didn't hear not one world issue get brought up it just sounded like just you know Yeah, yeah, yeah same old same old right that's that's that that's it
0: so let's go ahead and transition um into our business and i'm gonna say business slash finances side of our podcast yes, yeah we getting a little grown on y'all okay you know we my almost tall. 30 we almost 30 like you know so wine. you know what i'm saying we trying to we're trying to talk about some stuff that's relevant yeah i you got, know what got my I'm smoking saying?
1: coat on you know what i'm saying you know
0: we yeah we living life we grown and so, what we want to do in this section of our podcast is to talk a little bit about money, talk a little bit about um, just some things that are happening that are some elephants in the room amongst a lot of people our age. Um, so, one thing I saw um, in, in world news, not world news, U.S. news today, <laughs> um, you know, thank you, Tweety, for pointing out that privilege um, that a lot of us do, is that Joe Biden, Brother Biden, Brother Biden, a good bro Biden, Elder. <laughs> Elder El, Joe is out El here talking about canceling at least ten thousand dollars worth of student loans. I
1: see it when I. I believe it when I see it.
0: I don't trust it. I don't. I don't trust it. I feel like that's like buying me a house on the first date. I just look. I feel like that's a bit much, and, and it, I feel like it's the cost is going to be heavier. If he
1: do it, I ain't going to question it.
0: I am because I need this it. credit
1: score to be on the you know seven fifty. It's going to
0: cost you something somewhere else. I everything, like
1: everything has a consequence. Obviously, you know the same way we. I'd rather rece-
0: take a stimmy. Nope. Let me tell you. I'd rather take a stimmy.
1: T- we gonna feel this stimmy come January. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it didn't come without a price. Mm-hmm. So it's just the same way we, we're talking about. You know his idea of cutting out debt. We also have to look at the consequences of what we've already received. Mm-hmm. People already forgot they got a stimmy because it came and went just like that.
0: Just like that. Yeah.
1: Um, so. Yeah, there's going to be consequences for what, what what we were given as far as in taxes mm-hmm. and things of that nature. Um,
0: but I have questions. I have a lot of questions. I feel like it is so hard. I Okay. You know, it's hard. Yeah, okay. So, so hear me, hear me, hear me. All right. If you are saying that from every American who has went to college and accumulated X amount of debt, you are going to cancel $10,000 of student loans per that American. Mm-hmm there's americans who paid off their student loan debt so great so yes that's good great that is great that's good for them not, i'm not there i yet. understand that i understand that. I, <laughs> i'm I, taking a personal stand. I, I understand <laughs> but wouldn't it make more sense to put to make an opportunity if it is at all possible to put everyone at an advantage
1: look look look, look, look patrice here Let's, you know what I mean? Let's, let, let's get an understanding. I understand. A household understanding. Yes, <laughs> No, I
0: get it. I'm not mad about it, but I just feel like it's just like it's nobody asking questions. There's nobody like that don't sound nah. like, you know what I mean?
1: The problem we have when things are presented to us as Americans and as people, even in the world, um, is that we poke holes, but we come with no solutions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We have questions but we don't have follow-ups.
0: This is my. I'm, I'm coming with suggestions. Okay, go ahead. I'm coming with suggestions. I understand what you mean. I, I. that is a pet peeve of mine. I don't like when people poke holes and don't come with solutions. But I'm sorry. I haven't. I haven't actually looked at the document. Base. I haven't either. And so, pretty much, what he's doing is he is. Um, he has an option to make it an executive order, or he has an option to press it to Congress. Right now, he's trying to press it to Congress, and he's
1: not even president. He no, can't press not, nothing. But
0: he's he's working on the proposal. But he, you know, he's putting his his bug, you know, his cart before his horse and kind of making it known, like making, you know, these statements fly out here and black people getting real excited. Everybody getting real excited, you know, like ten thousand dollars off my student loans. That's great. And then there's those people who are at a complete disadvantage because it's like, well, what's going to help me if I got my student loans paid off? I mean, you're
1: everything is not for everybody. It's
0: not. It's not. So and I, it's can, not. I,
1: I think it's <sighs> it's
0: not. I know, but I don't trust this. There's something about this that should make everybody be like, well, huh, to what cost is this?
1: I mean, we've been promised. I'm playing devil's advocate here because we've been promised a lot by the other president, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it never came to fruition. And this, is, this has and,
0: nothing to do with who the president is. Right. It's just simple. If, if it was that's him, politics. it doesn't matter who it was. It's just kind of like you coming at the gate, swinging. What, what else are you coming with?
1: But that that's politics. Mm-hmm. A lot of promises. Are usually placed in the beginning of the uh, their yeah. their run, yeah. and then that's only to get the people excited. Is to get them like hopeful. Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna get this thing right. Mm-hmm. We're gonna unite, and mm-hmm. then you know, slowly but surely, you working some other plans or things fall to the wayside and you got to go to plan B. Yeah. Okay. Congress didn't agree. Or I try to put the executive order. We didn't have enough money. We have so much debt. So I, I'm not opposed to, um, read for myself, and find out what exactly that is. That That's something I'm trying to unlearn. Is to jump on topics that I haven't looked at myself. Yeah,
0: just based on sensation. Right. I understand. Um, so then I'm going to switch gears real quick. And just wanted to talk. And Tweety and I were talking about this a little bit. Because I saw this come up on Twitter. And I was like, this is interesting. Because I saw you know varying opinions on different sides. And so the question was, is it considered rude if someone comes into your home and asks you how much you pay for either rent or mortgage?
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay. And so I saw saw opinions from both sides. I saw someone say, "Hey, I'm a single mom and I moved into my apartment or my not apartment, my bad. She bought a home and like when her when her friends came over, she let them know it was attainable. She let them know that it's possible to do it." So she so they asked and she shared because she wanted them to be able to get it too. And then there's another side of it that's kind of like some people just being nosy. So why do you immediately say no? I said no
1: because I believe that there's certain when it comes to finances, there's certain barriers and boundaries that you have to create mm-hmm. with people. Not so that you're hiding something from them or like you don't want them to get the the plug, mm-hmm. so to speak. But it's more of a um, I don't ask you when you go grocery shopping, mm-hmm. like when you ask me about certain things like, you know. Uh, how much does it cost to to stay in this place, or to or what are the steps that it takes to th- what, when somebody goes to the what What are the steps? That's actually different mm-hmm. because you actually come in with like, hey, I have a problem. Mm-hmm. You may have the solution. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying like if somebody does, you have to come correct mm-hmm. when you're gonna ask such a question. And it has yeah. to be with pure intent, not yeah. just. Oh, I was I was just trying to find out because mine's like this mm-hmm. or mine's this and I was trying mm-hmm. to compare and contrast. It's like, you don't go up to a millionaire and be like, how much that house costs? Mm-hmm. You'll Google it and find out and be like, oh, okay.
0: So here I am playing devil's advocate. Um, <clears throat> not because I necessarily agree, but I can see both sides. And so Someone said, black people are entirely too private about their finances, <laughs> and so what comes up it it takes you it takes you back to those childhood conversations you have with your parents. Is like, look, <laughs> all right, people ask you questions. you don't talk about what's going on in this house. You don't talk about what we're doing in this house because whether it's good, great, or not so great to whomever thinks so, it ain't nobody's business pretty mm. much, and so we take a lot of that into our adulthood and just kind of you know can tend to um, can tend to just like you know shelter information that can help other people is what this argument is saying um, I agree with you I understand I, I'm not one who will go and ask anybody how much they pay for anything I'm not. I believe in plug love. I believe like if I found something on sale and I know you were looking for it, that's fine. (laughs) Um, if you,
1: you know, it's not (laughs) any
0: different than when women come and ask each other about their hair or when they ask one another about something they have on or something, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, but I feel like there is like a certain tact that you can use when you are trying to figure out how much something is because one, the internet
1: the inna, is
0: like the a hand. utility it's like lights and water these days Like we you got all the had
1: address it. at hand you we arrived all at had the place it. Yeah. Uh, google that thing and find out yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe it's true what they're saying online that that's what you pay or maybe it's not you mm-hmm. never
0: know but we all can figure out how much something is. Um, rent is public information, and so if it's and then again, like I agree with what you're saying. You know, it's all about intent. It's all about where you're coming from. If you're th- think, um, if you're thinking about relocating Reverse. somewhere. You know, like that you don't know anywhere about If I'm trying to move from Texas to Louisiana And I have no idea what the starting cost or I don't have no idea what neighborhood to move into I have no idea um, what how much my cost of living is going to be But I know somebody who stays there I might ask them, hey, do you mind sharing with me Some information about, you know, what I can expect when I get there You don't got to share your information with me I would definitely preface with that Like you don't have to share that with me But I do want to know because I'm preparing for this move And I want to be prepared Shared.
1: This is a cultural problem, I I believe, mm-hmm. because I I rarely hear the other side. Like mm-hmm. whether it's white people, Hispanics, like whatever, like if they're sharing the information is for the greater good. Mm-hmm. And it's not so that it could be like, well, my grass is this way. Like people always have this mentality of the grass is greener on the other side. Yeah. So they jump to the conclusion of or they jump to the assumption that, well, my rent is lower than yours and mm-hmm. I have more so I'm good mm-hmm. or you know that begins to be the the the, the heart of mm-hmm. why somebody may ask something and I don't care either way like if you ask like mm-hmm. I'm either gonna tell you no I'm not comfortable saying mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. or I'll just let you know but still in the back of my head it's like bro you could or uh, bro friend whatever you could have found out on your own mm-hmm. um but I believe that when it comes to finances I don't think we share enough yeah about what to do and what not to do mm-hmm. and we just stay on the things we have mm-hmm. what's the newest car you know how many cars you got how what's the newest uh thing you've added to your house like mm-hmm. what remodeling have you done but we never talk about okay like how's your savings plan looking like you know and see, is- that's
0: considered more taboo than anything talking about savings talking about putting money back here talking about putting money back here you know
1: what do you mean taboo
0: um i think that People like to talk more about money going out than money staying in. Right. Like it is more acceptable. Right. To talk about, I bought this, I did this rather than I saved this. Like that, that is considered a private household conversation.
1: Right. And and I'd rather talk about different ways you can get different uh, streams of income going. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would like to have those intellectual conversations where we, um, even split, you know, not even split ideas, but come up with different ideas to strategically save money, mm-hmm. um, put help back, one help out, one yeah. another, you know, yeah. build to build
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and help the community out, help other people gain an understanding that we've gained. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes we jump the gun and we're like, well, man, this person really need it. You know, I'm going to give him I'm going to give him the word. I'm mm-hmm. going to give him what I what I you know, what mm-hmm. I got. Yeah. yeah." But they're not ready for it. So you feel frustrated. Mm. So it becomes like, well, that's why I just don't, you
0: know. And see, that even bleeds over into business as well, because um, I feel like I would love to be in the room. um, Or is it considered? No, no. Before I even say that, would it be considered um, offensive to ask people how their business is doing? Is that like. Almost identical to saying how much do you make a year and how much is your 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 cost here and there. Like because some people openly share how much their business expenses are and how much they're making, but it, it's almost like you got to be it's offensive
1: to to some people. Like mm-hmm. asked being asked that question, you, you know why? Because a lot of people don't know their numbers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So when you're asking me about something I don't know about, but I'm doing and <laughs> currently doing, it's I'm offended about the. The question, because I don't know where it's coming from. But see, right?
0: then, it, the, then it sparks the question, why do you want to know?
1: Okay, let me tell you why. If 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 you ask somebody, how's your business going, there's different ways you could go about that. Mm-hmm. Answering it. You could say, well, it's going good in mm-hmm. the story. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Or it's going great. I just had X, Y, and Z going on. Mm -hmm. I got this client, you know, like it's been a hard week. Mm -hmm. You can go short term, long term, Mm -hmm. intermediate right now. Like there's so much you could go with that. But when you really know who you're talking to Mm -hmm. and you know how they can help you with their perspective or their understanding, you could be like, man, I need to pick your brain. Like, It all comes up to
0: reading the room. And I actually don't like the phrase picking your brain. I understand what we mean by it, but sometimes it just kind of has this user-ish Undertone to it but I understand what what Why we say it but I think That um, it all comes down to reading the room Because there are some people who Are asking how's business going because like I'm trying to catch the wave You know what I mean um, like hey like you know, you you doing this? I mean, it, it might light something under me. Um, there's some people who are just asking to be nosy. I mean, it, with all questions, someone could be asking to be. There's nosy. always
1: a a level of truth of nosiness when we ask questions. If we're to mm-hmm. be honest.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, That it's not always with a pure intent. I just wanted to find out. Mm -hmm. Like, if we're to be honest, it's like, man, like, okay, I see something. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, how's that going? Mm -hmm. Like, I, you know, I thought it was going to go like this. It Mm -hmm. didn't happen. Like, so people want to have a Mm follow-up so that they could be like, man, that's a good move. I need to try that, too. Mm -hmm. Or, man, like, you know, you crossed over the Red Sea, bro. Like, give me the map.
0: (laughs) And so what I've even heard, because now we're talking about business, we're not so much talking about your personal finances. I've even heard people say that they don't like being in in rooms where there's lots of entrepreneurs because they feel like information is coveted they feel like you know the secrets quote-unquote need to be paid for and that um you know if you really especially and then this is where the Christian entrepreneurs kind of get like this this um you know this this scarlet letter put on them pretty much is saying like um I feel like if it, if you're a Christian and you're a believer, everything you do and you say you should be, you know, doing it to give, you should be doing it to serve. So therefore, you should give me the information and all of this good stuff. And I believe that using discernment in business and in personal finance and in all areas um, is extremely important to make sure that you know exactly what it is you're doing and what you're involving yourself into.
1: I agree. Um I think the, the the biggest fear in opening ourselves up to other people in business is that they'll disappoint you, look down upon you, and instead of giving you solutions, laugh at you.
0: Yeah.
1: Everybody has a level of fear. Of rejection. Of rejection. And being rejected can cause you to um, not move forward in your business. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the room that you need to be in is the room that you're currently in. hmm whether whether it's your living room whether it's your office kitchen whatever whatever your room is it whatever skill that you're working on that's where you need to be at Mm -hmm. and i believe we spend a lot more times outside of the room that we need to be in Mm -hmm. looking for other people's validation Mm -hmm. on why we're doing what we're doing okay so for so for me even with you know going to some events you know pubbing our businesses like i started to f- find out like a lot of the questions i asked i already answered
0: rooms too small yeah
1: right and even if it's a big room mm-hmm. you'll start to realize that they did it their own way like think about how many people are like well you know i woke up one day and before i know it my business took off. Mm-hmm. It was consistency. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, you get motivated. One, two, three, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get motivated real quick for that one quick split day. Yeah. yeah, You start really working out, writing out plans. Oh, I learned this from this person. I read yeah, that because you're book. off
0: the high of, yeah, yeah.
1: And I realized that that's actually false motivation because it never came from uh, a true God direction. Like, God didn't give you that direction.
0: Yeah, they're just feeding you temporary belief. But it's enough to get people started
1: a Absolutely. lot of times
0: it doesn't keep people going but i think that that it lets me know that the main factor in people starting something or going from idea to start or going from start to finish or start to to consistency is a belief factor
1: Right, but the hardest part is not starting. I used to believe that so much mm-hmm. is that starting is mm-hmm. the hardest part. Going is the hardest part. Yes, it is. The yes, going is. doesn't Definitely. stop. It's a process. Mm-hmm. It's a continuous thing. Yeah, if people you, clap, for you, yeah, you start. If you have people, a, don't
0: care if you still going. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, oh
1: yeah, you y'all y'all, still got oh, yeah, that?
0: You're oh, good oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> you get those like, is that a compliment or this? I'm yeah. so confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but. People don't understand that part. Think yeah. about marriages. People who are been married twenty, fifty years. Yeah, they'll be at your pe- wedding. People would be like, "Y'all still
0: going?" Like,
1: yeah. yeah. And you're like, "Yeah," and everything is actually great. Yeah. What? Yeah. So, like, when I, when it comes to business, I, I like to have three barriers. I mean, there's. Internal, I call it FBI information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's between me and my wife, mm-hmm. since she's my we're business partners together. Mm-hmm. And then there's um, information that's uh, able to be shared because mm-hmm. it's free knowledge, free game. You mm-hmm. can find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. And then there's that you gotta pay mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. of like, well, like it's you can get every software, you can get everything, but you can't get my brain. It's my mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we don't really leverage our ideas mm-hmm. the same way. Mm-hmm. And I believe that you get the meat of a business more in that realm right there. Right there, yeah. Of ideas, the realms of uh uh you gotta have you gotta be able to have the idea and do the idea. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have the idea and keep the idea, and they preserve it, and it dies right there. And yeah. somebody else takes that idea and yeah. runs off with it, and they're like, "But it was mine." No. It was free. Mm-hmm. You didn't pick it up. You didn't dribble up the court, and you surely didn't even shoot. Yeah. So you shoot you shoot yourself in the foot a lot of times by not um, doing the practice behind you know closed doors. So I believe in hard work. I believe in time um, unraveling the things that you do over time. Mm-hmm. The Bible even talks about you know what what comes out. You know, in, in, in the in the what happens in the dark will come out in the light. Mm-hmm. But I use it in the context of just pushing through. Mm-hmm. And when you push through the other side, you don't even care if it's green or not.
0: Right.
1: You know, a lot of people are like, oh, is that turf? Mm-hmm. Is that real grass? Mm-hmm. You don't even care because it's your side. You you busy focusing on your field.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. All right. So let's go ahead and just transition into our faith conversation, our conversation about God, our conversation about Christ, our conversation about just living and breathing in this Christian walk that we do and how we are going to be better believers, um, especially in the generation we're in and the time we're living in. So one thing that kind of came to mind for me is um, I remember like very early in my walk, um, finding community and finding someone to identify with was for some reason, a very important thing for me. And so I remember like, that's where the people that you find on social media, because I was just in a social media age, um, to find, you know, so there were the Heather Lindsay's of life. There were the, um, I think she was like, real, there was real talk Kim. You remember real talk Kim? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where is she?
1: And I think still thriving doing
0: her thing <laughs> uh, Yeah I, I don't remember where she went Exactly and then there after That there felt I felt like Some months had passed and there was like Offspring of people who were trying to be Like them walking in the name Of I'm a Christian this I'm a Christian That and just kind of slapping the label of Christian on things and so What happened I felt like I was kind of In a trance for like a quick second but something To me was like this isn't right not that that Person isn't right but it's not right To just follow and pretty much try so hard to identify with this person instead of walking with Christ and trying to identify with him. And so I backed off, still recognized the gifts in those people, but was able to actually try to find my own identity in Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. And so what I've kind of realized is that people are actually still very much so entranced. In finding identities in people, in couples, that people are so, and so part of, uh, real quick sidebar, part of the reason Tweety and I, whenever we get to the relationship conversation and we're kind of like, prefacing and all that stuff saying we are not relationship counselors we are not this is because I don't ever want anybody single or married to look at us and say this is exactly you know just this is this is an idle couple this is like you know I don't want anybody to put us on a mountaintop and of course I'm not in control of whether you do or not but I am encouraging you to look after what God has for you specifically for you because in that right you avoid you avoid doing you avoid trying to put things together because i don't want you to try to find a Tweety and patrice situation thing and i don't think anybody is doing that but again i wouldn't know but i want you to find things that look like christ not things that look like the people you want to be like you know what i mean that's what i mean
1: everyone wants a sense of belonging mm-hmm. so the reason why people attach themselves to people instead of christ is because uh the people are tangible like it's almost like i can, like I can you. reach you i can reach you yeah like you I post, can be friends
0: with you right you yeah. po-
1: even from a distance you posted about your kid today you posted about your kids. car you, you have know, plans relata- i have
0: plans
1: relatability yeah. actually can lead you really far away from christ even Man. though even though you're following somebody who is following christ mm-hmm. being um so caught up in being that person's friend instead of being that person's prayer warrior, instead of being that person's, um, you instead know, inter- predecessor, yeah, you know, it, because
0: what happens is when these people disappoint you, or when right. they say something you don't like, or where they don't fit the bill of something you expected them to be, then all of a sudden you feel like Christianity is fake, you right. feel like God isn't real,
1: right? And I, I believe that. We put people in pedestals and and seats that they shouldn't be seated in. Yes. Um, And the problem. Humans
0: were not made for worship.
1: Right. So (laughs) even with the. To be
0: worship. That's what I mean.
1: um, Even when we, you know, these so-called celebrity, Christian celebrities Mm -hmm. um, and how we view them and how we uh, pick them up and put them down is the same way the world does their entertainers. Yeah oh, man, like, you know, you you was a man of God. You did this. You're not a man of God no more. And it's like, so you decided that he's not a man of God.
0: Yeah, so you got a hell to put him in. Right. So
1: you saying that he doesn't have a lick of anointing on his life. Mm -hmm. It's just his his sin is bigger than what God put on him. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Have you read about David? Yeah. Have you read about Samson? Yeah. Have you read about Paul? Yeah. You know? Have you read about these people, like? And if you have, you realize that man, God be using them more than He uses the people who are so called perfect.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because He uses you in vulnerable spaces. Yeah. He uses you in broken places. Mm-hmm. Not not this sense of idea of perfection that we put out. Yes. On social media, it's like all your pictures you smiling is life really that good it could be Mm -hmm. but i can tell you what when you pooping you're not always smiling like or when you walking downstairs just to get a bowl of cereal Mm -hmm. it's not always photo shoot ready so we present ourselves this is including me we present ourselves the best version of ourselves Mm -hmm. so people have a sense of comfort Mm -hmm. to you know to walk with us to talk with us to share with us Mm -hmm. and i found that The best I, the best way I can attach myself to Christ is to die to myself, to die to the, to how I view people because I know they're gonna let me down. Like you know, people will disappoint you, and you will disappoint them. Yeah. So you might as well like jump that gun and work on your, work on allowing the Holy Spirit to work on you.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Don't work on you by yourself because that is a lie. Yeah. Because you'll start saying things that are just not true. Like, you know, it's dumb. Mm-hmm. They the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, um, when it comes to just this particular topic, when we um, just get enamored with yeah. how people look. Not, not what they got or what they carry but how they look
0: no but a lot of times with what they have with the things they um, I'm
1: talking about their anointing like oh, I got
0: you. We, we get no, so we, fo- look past it we, 100%. Look, we look
1: at just the outer man we yeah. just look at just how they look oh that's a cute family and he's a preacher and he's this yeah. and it's like nah pray for them because yeah. you don't know
0: <laughs> yeah. the, the attack, the attack yeah. that is
1: on what you just saw on Absolutely. the outside but on the inside is a war going on man because the, when the eyes are on you and you have uh, just strongholds and demonic yes, forces and yes. your your weaknesses are all on display on display.. Yep. and at any moment of just dropping the ball,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know we, we do that whole canceling
0: thing. So there was this um this couple um who are um her husband's a pastor, and there was like this a uh, scandal of sorts. Um, that came out and people were making different videos and blogs and stuff like that about these people and anyway I say all this to say um they there's one particular one that stood out to me and all of the people were just it, it gets me it always like makes me infuriated but also like lord you said this would happen Whenever people all are willing to ride the same train that has zero cargo on it, that has nothing on it, like it it has no basis at all. And so pretty much one of the ladies was saying, I was following the wife for so long and I knew that there was um, I knew something was wrong about her because I wanted to be like her I was wearing my hair like her I was dressing like her and that there was something um that was specifically just so wrong about her um but I just kept doing it and da 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 and I you know she tries to get young girls to be like her and you know all this other stuff and then people were just falling in line after that just saying the sim- similar things and it really got me because I was like nobody is anybody gonna read this and be like you chose to worship her and obsess about her instead of realizing that the God she serves is worth worshiping and obsessing about more, you know, regardless of what she's doing, what she's walking in, what she look like, what you don't like about her, blah, blah, blah. You think she pigeon toed? you think she knock needed, don't matter. (laughs) Um, You still chose to worship who she was instead of worship what she is saying. She's worshiping, you know, and that is where you messed up. But so many people fell in line because they were hurt. They were disappointed. Uh, They were jealous, uh, a lot of them.
1: Yes. And at the end of the day, there's a a warning on both sides. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I I would preface to say, or I would say this. um, When we put ourselves on display, we have to be careful with what we share. Yes.
0: Yes.
1: And we have to be careful in how we bring it about to people Mm -hmm. because we can't take it back. Mm -hmm. You know, and you can't take back disappointment. Mm -hmm. They're going to call it hurt. Mm -hmm. They're going to call it a false God Mm -hmm. that you serve because you did wrong in your situation in your relationship or you know they're like well how could you be this person mm-hmm. that just preaches the word and break it down like this but mm-hmm. end up doing your wife like this you mm-hmm. know some of the scandals that i have seen
0: yeah
1: um and it's like do you live life mm-hmm. do you understand what kind of uh attack that family could be going through just for moment. a moment.
0: At this moment, yeah.
1: Just for a moment. Before we get to the Twitter fingers.
0: Yeah.
1: Before you turn on the camera mm-hmm. to record your Christian vlog mm-hmm. <laughs> that should be talking about Christ.
0: You're exposing You're talking videos. about people. Yeah, yeah. So
1: I really, really what's the word I, I'm gonna use? I I dislike when people attack those who are in their community. Mm -hmm. You live with me. Mm -hmm. You walk with me. You run with me. You talk, you know, you admire me. Mm -hmm. You watch the things that I do. You watch me as I follow Christ Mm -hmm. on this platform. Mm -hmm. But the moment I disagree with you, the Mm -hmm. moment I have my own opinion or the moment I fall, you're ready to call me all these other things. Mm -hmm.
0: And you use my name to get attention. Yeah.
1: Right, like so. If the if you had a problem with me to begin with, why why are you following me? Mm-hmm. Like there is a clear unfollow. There is a clear like I'm just not messing with you. Yeah. And people never stop at that because they try to prove a point and mm-hmm. get uh, get more attention on them. Mm-hmm. Okay, your video got ten thousand plays. Then what? Right. Guess what? The next thing they're gonna do. Right. I'm selling shirts.
0: Yeah.
1: Use yeah. it as an opportunity. I'm doing this, and I'm yeah. like. I thought you was just doing this to expose. Yeah. Oh, it's not about exposing mm-hmm. nobody. It's mm-hmm. not about helping the believers understand mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's about you.
0: Mm-hmm. It you always age now.
1: Right. It always finds a way to come back to where yeah. people want to use that same platform to build themselves up. Mm-hmm. Not always, because there's some people who really did get exposed. Mm-hmm. But even in that, we should be talking about forgiveness mm-hmm. as believers.
0: Yeah. Covering accountability. And, right. You know, all of those things. Um, Getting back to the root of sin, you know, Amen. getting back to the root of things, period. Yeah. Stop calling things things they're not.
1: Right. So if, if you ever hear anything from this podcast that you don't agree with or you're like, well, I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. That yeah. was them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, nah, man, pray for us. Yeah. Because we're praying for you. Right. And we understand that, you know, we may fall short in certain areas, but, you know, we only know, you only know in part Mm
0: -hmm. with
1: a lot of people in a lot of situations. With most
0: situations.
1: Right. So get a better understanding from the Holy Ghost. Mm Mm-hmm. Not your po not not people that you found on YouTube who gonna break down why this person's like this. Yeah, and for the long for for the longest we demonize people who God has anointed, Mm -hmm. which is a bigger curse on ourselves. Mm -hmm. Because God looks at us as the enemy. Because you're you're calling the people that He has called to break chains and uh, break yokes and, and and lead the people to Him. You know, we end up calling them demons and this and that. I'm like. I'll never jump at that if I know it's not that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But we'll just ride the wave. I heard somewhere where yeah, YouTube land.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nah, I'm good. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna be quick to just throw things on people because they're in a season. Because there was a season where Paul was called a demon. Right. But he now he's over here writing <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> has all these all these uh, uh, books in the Bible. There was a season where Moses. Killed people, yeah, or killed a person to flee, you know and flee off into the wilderness. I mean, last time I checked God still found him to be of value, mm-hmm. um so we we gotta stop throwing away people because of a
0: moment, right, right, yeah. Hundred percent. All right, y'all. Let's go ahead and transition into our relationship conversation. Tweety is gonna be the bone carrier for the relationship conversation on okay. today. All right. So share with us, what are we talking about today, Beba? Um, when
1: it comes to relationships, I just wanna talk about um the different ways we love. Okay? okay, let me let me let me break it down. I believe that over time we change how we how we receive and give love. Mm-hmm. Like if you Six years ago or when we met, the same way I received love is completely different now. Mm-hmm. Because now I've matured and changed and grown into somebody who has depth and layers mm-hmm. that you can't just you can't just give me what the you The same need.
0: love ain't gonna work. Yeah. Right.
1: And I believe sometimes we're used to like a um, a routine in, in our love Yeah Nita
0: Baker that same old love baby You know it's just <laughs> that, I mean but that's what people talk about a lot I just want that same thing back I just want that old thing back I want us to do what we used to do I don't Yeah.
1: I want to evolve I want to grow I want to be like well you know I used to like gray I like blue now mm-hmm. yeah. you, you need to get with what I'm with now Like don't keep giving me the same you know mm-hmm. What you thought yeah. And I believe we get stuck in that time um, Capsule based off of that was a fun time Mm -hmm. that was you know adventurous and it's like no let's create new adventures like we don't gotta go do the same thing yeah um so I, i i i think the question i do have is that what are some ways that you see even in our relationship uh our love language changing um with us as we got older
0: Okay, so I want to say your love language when we first got married was touch. I know that's definitely one of them. Um, and it may have been, what, what are they? Quality time, um, gifts, touch. Um, there's another one, Words of Affirmation Oh, it's Words of Affirmation It was definitely Words of Affirmation mm-hmm. Words of Affirmation and Touch um, I think I, I, the one that caught more of my attention was Touch Because I was like, oh, I can do that, that's easy He loves to touch <laughs> Like, okay, like you just want me to touch you? That's fine, I can do that Alright, and then like I just kind of didn't pay much attention to Or even remember, like just now, even me recalling it The Words of Affirmation Mine was, um what's the one with when you assist someone is it um it wasn't quality time no actually it was it was quality time and um the one where you are helping someone I I, there's a way that it's said in the five love languages but I just can't place my mind there right now and that was mine I want to be helped (laughs) like if I'm doing something I'm doing the dishes you could say, hey, can I help you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, you can. I receive love that way because you don't want me to struggle by myself doing this dishes. Right. If you see me doing something and you pick up a shovel, you pick up a bag or something. Oh, my gosh. Yay. You love me. Right. You know, I would say mine have uh, over the years. Yours have changed. Have they changed? It's a good question. Have they? I actually don't believe yours have changed. I believe that I am now a little more aware of the words of affirmation. Um, but sometimes I be feeling like I be saying stuff to you and you just be like, oh, <laughs> like you just got to be like, OK, that's just
1: my personality. And I'm
0: just like, did it do anything? Was that
1: I believe that I had a gift in there? Like, you know, I, I do receive gifts. Like, oh, OK. Oh, like really? that, that's that's been one one thing for me, like little stuff, like mm-hmm. not not over like not oh, you got me a pair of new shoes. No, it's like, oh, man, like I went out shopping. I got you a shirt. Wow, you got me a shirt? Like it gets like, you know, it becomes that like you thought of me, like the thought.
0: Really? It
1: counts. In the past, uh, it was like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. Yeah. But now it actually matters. And the past is like, oh, I guess you, I'll wear it. But now it's like, no, man, she got me this. I'm, I'm wearing it right now. Oh, that's sweet. Um, But I also realized the things about um, different charts. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm listening. I'm just listening. Uh, um, Got me thrown off. Um, What did I do? Nothing. Uh, There's, uh, what was I going to say? So the things I've realized about like lists is that we tend to, Um, When we have our strengths and weaknesses, we tend to put one to one side and one to the other side and work on one and forget about the other. Yes. So what used to be a strength over time without working on it becomes a weakness. Mm
0: -hmm. And I realized Mm that I
1: actually have a big issue with that in that you cannot do something so good and you work on it. You become great. Yeah. And then you
0: lose all the things that that you you were were doing great at. If you don't keep working on it. Yeah.
1: Right, So I think it's important when it comes to love to understand that God's version of love is unconditional, Mm -hmm. meaning that you need to hit all those five languages plus more Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) instead of picking and choosing which one can you do or not do Mm -hmm. on that day because you usually do. Mm -hmm. And I think when you look at it that way, you hit the mark on just all the different things you can be for the person you're with Mm -hmm. instead of like, you know communication is another thing to where it's like, how open are you with your significant other? Are you open to the level where you can say everything? Or Mm -hmm. there's some things you're like, well, if I say that, I know what they gonna say. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say that. Mm -hmm. And you get just caught up in this like um, disappointment over the years. So it's like, man, I can't, I can't bring this bone to you. Mm -hmm. And you almost bound to that. You know, I've seen in the past um, in, in just, people's uh friendships and relationships to where it's like there's an elephant in the room and everybody just looking at it Mm -hmm. and not talking about it so i think it's important to always carry all those languages to friendship to family Mm -hmm. not just in your relationship
0: i agree i think it's really important for them to for you to love them in the way that they need they receive love right because if you do it in the way that you receive it then they may miss it Um, I think the way my love languages have changed, um, well, I think just one has, and I think it was, um, whichever, what, how do you say it? It's said in a different way with the love languages, but the, um, like helping, assisting, the helping and assisting one, that one still matters to me, but I would actually put it like third and say that, um, words of affirmation which I didn't think. I, at that time, I was kind of going through this whole vulnerability crisis early in my <laughs> marriage and I was just kind of like, like, I don't need all that. You know, like, I was just big on, you know, you ain't got to do all that. You ain't got to say all that. But it's really important for me to to know how my husband feels about me, like, and me hearing it. Um, to know, like, do you still like me? Like, <laughs> like, right. like I, I just, you know, I'm not going to sit up here in front. Like, yeah, you know, one of my biggest fears with marriage with entering marriage was like would you still like me not and not specifically you to me but like do, does this thing like would you still care after years and years and time and and babies and experiences and and just just life like would you still see me the same way Absolutely. Because for so long I viewed men as um as opportunists. I viewed men as people who um, when they saw something they liked, they liked it until they saw something else they liked. And so I was under the impression, not so much because of who you are, but because of experiences and just observations of other people that that would happen. And it would just be like something we do not, not specifically with our marriage, but like something that people do until they don't right with marriage.
1: I think when you group Um, or you use plurals, you know, we got to catch ourselves. This is a note to self as well. Um, Like men, women always, Mm -hmm. black people always, Mm -hmm. white people. Yeah, We we get so caught up in that that it actually becomes our uh, keyless heel or our kryptonite Mm -hmm. because we're always going to have, or we, not always, we're going to see people from that perspective. And the challenging thought is that I was hurt before, And I wasn't sure that I would, you know, that you wouldn't do the same thing. Mm -hmm. I've been disappointed before by X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. I expect the same thing from you because you are a man. Mm -hmm. That's what men do. And when we break it down to that level, we get that healing. And over time in that relationship, you find that healing. Mm -hmm. But people never actually break it down to that, you know, like zero in on what is the actual issue. Mm with how i view people and it causes them to you know alienate a whole group of people and Mm -hmm. even fall off into like no i think i like this Mm -hmm. over that and you're like Mm -hmm. wait a minute can we can we unpack (laughs) Mm -hmm. because all men are not the same Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know and and commitment is different for every man Mm -hmm. some men don't know what that is based off of not just upbringing because we always go to that but based off a choice. Mm -hmm. And I believe that God gives us a will and he gives us a choice and he gives us the Holy Spirit and it guides us. And I believe that there's a difference between a biblical marriage and a worldly marriage. Mm -hmm. And when you find yourself observing and comparing and contrasting the world's version of marriage and the... The Bible's version of marriage is two different things. Yeah. So it causes you to be like, well, in the world, I see this. How can I find any of this mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. that, you know, the world talks about
0: mm-hmm.
1: in this biblical marriage? Yeah. You're not. Yeah. You're not going to find that. Yeah. You're going to find something completely opposite. You're going to find order. Mm-hmm. You're going to find understanding. You're going to mm-hmm. realize 50-50 does not exist here. hmm yeah. <laughs> biblical marriage yeah. it's 100 100 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all in all in all the time yeah. not just sometimes yeah. and it's not oh marriage is work it's no marriage is love yes you know yeah. in marriage you're complete in marriage you're whole in mm-hmm. marriage you find a good thing the world don't say that mm-hmm. the world give you a different portrait Like you know in marriage you get nag in marriage you get this in Mm -hmm. marriage you get you know you can't never find nobody else you you sure you want to be with one woman like that's what the world's gonna say because it's the standard yeah and a lot of times we stand on things that we shouldn't Mm -hmm. and that's what we find in our marriage is that the more you clear out the white noise what i mean by that is what the world wants to see Oh, they want to see you in this relationship like this. Mm-hmm. They want to see a wife look like that. They you know, they want you to experiment slowly. Mm-hmm. Look at the, you know, these are the uh mob wives of whatever. These mm-hmm. are the mm-hmm. basketball wives. They're not married. None mind you. Married. Mind you. And if they are, it's just so toxic. And dysfunctional and
0: yeah. dysfunctional. It is not. it it's nothing that you would want. But hey,
1: they're millionaires. Yeah. They're making a lot of money. Yeah. And she got a new man. Mm-hmm. This is how she talks to her husband.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know where you start talking to your husband or you start talking to your wife based off of stuff that you've seen, without acknowledging like where did I get that? You watched it, right? right. So I, I, I challenge people to. Um, I mean, w- when you are focused and zeroed in on the woman or the man that you love, and you guys are in a relationship, um, God is the best answer to it and your overseer as well Mm -hmm. so yeah
0: all right yeah let's go ahead and transition into an ad of tax all right so guys you've already been listening for this long and we thank you so much for it um and as we're tallying up all of the things you got from the self-checkout we realized that you know you don't pay the subtotal right you have to add tax, honey. So here we are to give you the full total. So what this is, is a part of our podcast where we just add a little wisdom, a little free game, a little shum, 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 shum extra, just so you can take it along with you because we want all your coins. All right. And this is how you pay your invoice. Tweety, tell them how to pay the invoice.
1: Uh, you pay the invoice by going first to hustleblinds.com. With a Z. With, with a, a Z. With a Z. Uh, we can spell it out for you if that's what you need. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: H-U-S-T-L-E. <laughs> <B-L-E-N-T-Z>. <laughs> com or
1: follow us, uh, not even, or follow us on Instagram at hustleblends and on Twitter, same thing at hustleblends, um, And, you know, go out and check out our stuff, man. We just released this new line of uh, decaf coffee. You know, it's called overly dedicated. It's for the hustlers who really want to be drinking that coffee. But the doctor said no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because you're that dedicated. You keep drinking your coffee. Right. All right. So anyway, we're going to hit y'all with a little free game, free game. All right. Um, I have a little twofold today. Come Um, on with your two piece. One is um, actually from someone who is extremely special to me. Um, it means a lot to me And they continue to give me wisdom And pour into me That is none other than my husband What? Uh, yeah.
1: I get a two piece dog today
0: And so uh, I like when my husband checks me I actually do um, Because I like to realize That there is a, a thought out there that's not mine That makes more sense than mine Because sometimes I be just hearing my And I'm like that makes sense That's perfect let's go with it um, So anyway he just simply said to me the other day, and I put it on some of my social media, that um, sometimes you need other people's perspective more than you need your own opinion, more than they need to hear your opinion. <laughs> and that hit that hit everything. Um, that was that was everything I needed to hear at that time. And so I will let y'all do with that what you will. And that is it. Uh, my second piece of ad of tax. Uh, no, I'm just overtaxing y'all. Um, is that all of the success that you are looking for and those different relationships you may be involved in, um, you know, getting new friends or dating some more, or, you know, trying to get married because we think it's a status, a life status or getting more money or attaining more wealth or whatever and what have you is actually found in your healing. There is nothing that you can gain. Anywhere. There's no person that you can gain that could heal you. Um, it will only kind of band-aid what you have what you're avoiding. Um, and it'll come out in anything. Marriage will it only expose and magnify what you have tried to hide. So I just want to share that with everybody and I'm gonna go ahead and pass the mic to Tweety.
1: Ah, okay. I love that. I love that, I love that. I was just typing up some things that I had saw throughout the week. Um the first thing that I was at church and this revelation dropped to me and I said at the beginning of the podcast, but it was just that the grass was never green. Mm. And a lot of people always, not always, but a lot of people, I'm working on that. A lot of people have an understanding that if I get this, I'm going to be good. Mm. If I, if I finally break the ceiling and you know, I'm the one who makes it out in my family, everything is going to be fine. But I challenged the The mindset that tells you that you need something aside from Jesus to complete you. Mm. Um, The next thing I have is a quote from Robert Kawasaki, which I've been reading a little bit of his book, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And it says, rich is measured in dollars. Wealth is found in time. Mm. Um, And it spoke volumes for me because a lot of people want to be rich. Um, and they want to have the money. They want to have the cars. They want to have the business. But a lot of people don't look at it as a, if I have this, it'll give me more time with my family. It'll give mm-hmm. me more time to do the things that I truly love. Mm-hmm. Homeschool my kids, even though there's a business running all these different things that you can do mm-hmm. when you have time. Yeah. If you didn't have a mortgage, what would that look like? Mm. If all yeah. your bills are paid for, what would well, that what truly look, that like? look like? What does that
0: look like? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If
1: you didn't have to clock in every single day, what would that look like? Right. Um, doesn't mean you ain't gonna be working, yeah. But you you have options now yes. to add things in it that you actually are supposed to focus on, including the, the things that God has put in you. Um, the last thing I do have is that um, from that I got the understanding of what faith faith truly is when it comes to business. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to business, faith's currency is hope. And so many people lose sight of the hope and the promise that God has put in their lives in terms of business. When God has given you the name, he's given you the, the, you know, the the people you you need to work with to get you to that promised land Mm -hmm. of a functioning business. We lose hope. Mm -hmm. And that's why we don't keep going. Mm -hmm. Um, So you got to start cashing in and putting an investment in faith on what god said demanding the promise to come to fruition um and that's it that's all i have
0: all right y'all we love y'all we'll see you next week we're out and make sure you pay your your invoice
1: yeah we are tired of y'all just skipping out we know january
0: 1st is coming around oh yeah you know don't spend all your christmas money make sure you pay us all right love you guys see y'all later bye i'm so sleepy